This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast. Yes, Andrew met this girl, Stacy on Tinder. And this is a deal where they both happen to swipe right at the same time. We're close by, started chatting immediately. Met up at Mint. This is all down like uh, the same night, same day, this. same night. Yeah. yeah. Well, hey. He gets there and he's like, and she's actually pretty cool. Like, I really <laughs> liked her. <laughs> Which doesn't happen very often, I guess, when you meet somebody on Tinder, at least in Andrew's experience. But there it is. Had a few drinks and the party ended up at his place. She stayed until 5 a.m. They, they messed talked around. a lot. Yes, they talked they, a lot. They talked a lot. We'll, a lot we'll call it that. Talking, day. and then there were post-talking activities. And so when she left around 5 o'clock in the morning, she did give him a kiss goodbye. So he it, thinks. He huh? thinks it happened. Yeah, he's not yeah. sure. Maybe he dreamt He was it. tired. Well, you know what happens when you're really tired. So who knows what she was feeling when she left. Mm-hmm. And, of course, as these things often go, Andrew hasn't heard from Stacy since then, despite attempts to reach her. He feels like he's being blown off, which it seems like he is. So now we're going to call Stacy and try to get to the bottom of it because that's what second date update. That's what we do here. Right. You nervous at all, Andrew? Uh, yeah, a little bit. <laughs> Hello. Hi, Stacy. Yeah. Hey, it's Jeff and Janet. Q one hundred and two. How you doing? What? <laughs> I'm sorry. It's Jeff and Jen. We're with the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. I have our producer Fritch here, and Tim's here as well. Say hi, hi guys. Good morning. Hey, morning. Sorry, I don't really listen to the radio. Oh, no worries. That's totally okay. Did I win something? No, I mean, not yet. Maybe if this works out. Oh, well, why are you calling? then what do you want jeff right i'll get to the point spit it Um, out okay so here's the deal we have a mutual friend his name is andrew you met him on tinder he likes you a lot i guess you guys spent some time together meeting up at mint and went back to his place and the whole thing he didn't go into detail but all he really said was he thinks you're pretty awesome and he enjoyed your company and he's kind of bummed that he hasn't heard from you since long story short seriously Seriously. See, this, yeah. is, this is something that you guys do? It is something actually, we do. Yeah. <laughs> and you'll be surprised. Like, we actually get couples together every once in a while. Yeah. That's weird. What did he tell you? <laughs> he told us that you're cool. <laughs> he, he told us that he liked He He's said that all night. typically, like, when, when he meets somebody on Tinder, they're oh, not yeah. usually cool. But he said you were cool. Okay, well, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> and that you guys had a lot of fun. They took the party back to his place, and you had some more fun. 
and that you left at like 5 o'clock in the morning. He thinks, he's not sure because y'all have been drinking, but he thinks you gave him a kiss when you left, and he's disappointed that attempts to reach you have been unsuccessful. So... So typically okay. what we do yeah. is, like, if we can't get you guys to go on a second day, which is what the ultimate goal is here, then we try to at least get a reason and figure out, you know, did he do something to piss you off or is there another guy? What's the deal? Well, I probably would want to see him again if he didn't have a wiener dog tattooed on his dick. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah, that's exactly how I react. This is not real life. Oh my god! A little slinky in the middle, like those cool toys. What? I'm telling my girlfriends about it because it's like it's like a little puppy during the day, but then it turns into this full dog at night. It's oh, really one of the most ridiculous things I've ever seen. Oh my god! Until now, I thought I would never get a tattoo. <laughs> Now that's a great idea. Well, I've, Clever. Never, I've never met a guy who did that before. So it's like, it's kind of, I don't know. I didn't know what to say. I mean, even if that dog can hunt, which it can for the record. Oh, I, wow. I don't know. I can't imagine looking at that for the rest of my life. Just it's not, it's not husband material. No. Um, oh my yeah. God. How bad is it that I want to see it? Yeah. I want to know what it looks like. Can you send us a picture, please? Oh my God. Oh my God. I wish I had because I would love to show my friends. That's a bragger <laughs> for <Wow>. sure. Andrew. <laughs> Andrew. Yeah. Where did you get the where did you get the idea for that? It was a bad I thought it was a good idea at the time, but also again I was I'm not saying it wasn't. Right. But it's just been doing more bad than good of <laughs> of late. So Aww. <laughs> Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Of late. <laughs> Have you had more than one complaint about the wiener dog? This, this isn't the first time I've heard this. Oh, I'm dude. sorry to hear that. Dude, I yeah. think it's kind of funny. Guess, I'm guessing that you don't want to get it removed because that's going to no. be more painful than yeah, the. That, yeah. Damn. I, yeah. I, I, yeah. I get it. This is awesome. So did you? I mean, <laughs> did you do this on a dare? Were you drunk? Do you have like a good story that comes along with it? Or it yeah, was just... how did you even survive that pain? So I was out with my buddies. Right, we were actually in Vegas. And say no more. You had me in Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> we get it. <laughs> Explanation it. complete. Right. Oh, that's oh, awesome. Bud. Yeah. I think it's exciting, though. I mean, it's not for everybody, but I'm. it's interesting to me that it's there. Well, you figure when he meets the woman that loves it and thinks it's great, that is real, yeah. true that's, love. Yeah, that's, the, that's the keeper, right? Let's turn yeah. that puppy into a dog. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Make it bark. Yeah, let's go for Let's go for a hunt. Yeah. Hey, Fritchie exactly. gets it. <laughs> Put some little ears on it. Or she could just look at him and go, meow. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I got my kitty cat ready. Meow. All right, now you're creeping me out. 
<laughs> no second date on that one. That was good. Yeah, that was a bummer. And by the way, we are working, uh, we fingers crossed here, but we're hoping to get an update on these two. Second date, update, yeah. update, or on, I don't on him. Know, I don't know how it's going to play out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're still working on that. Yeah. But if you've been out on a first date and haven't heard back and you want us to do a second date update for you, 513-749-2320 or email us, Jeff and Jen at WKRQ.com. All right. You better start tipping Uber drivers now. We have that story. Plus, finally, scientists figuring out why you lose socks in the laundry. News that didn't make the news is coming up. I used to work at Musicland. Yeah? What'd you do there? Uh Uh-oh. Oh, jeez. Yeah, it's time. Oh, no. Yeah. It's not the death of that one, is it? No, I'm going to have to go to Strawberries Records and Tapes and get a new one. <laughs> <laughs> There's something going on with the technology today between the squeaking well, of the microphone no. and the CD. Tomorrow, and the- my horoscope said tomorrow, re- Mercury goes into retrograde. It does. And so, so all hell's going to break loose, computers kids. Computers and technology and cars and heads up. Are you sure it's tomorrow? Because I heard Friday. Tomorrow or Thursday, maybe. Mm. But it's coming. What are the oils telling you? What day is it? Oils don't talk to me like that. Uh. It's not how it works. <laughs> but yes, I, to- I was told that uh, by a good friend who is good at this stuff. She says, if you have paperwork to sign, get it signed by Friday because for the next 30 days, Whoa. things are going to be really wacky. Hmm. Good point. All right. Well, scientists have finally figured out why the laundry eats your socks. All right, what do they say? Well, they don't magically disappear. Where do they go? Well, it depends on how much laundry you do. The number of people in your house and the number of socks in a load, that's what it's all dependent upon. A psychologist and a statistician came up with a a mathematical formula called the Sock Loss Index, which is Mm -hmm. too complicated to fully explain here, but here is the gist. First, you multiply the number of people in a household. Two. The frequency of washes. You also multiply the different types of washes you do, like darks, whites, and different temperatures, times the number of socks you wash in a week. Then you add those numbers. I'm out. Too much math. But here's the best part. You also factor in someone's attitude, like whether they (laughs) check pockets, unroll sleeves, turn Mm -hmm. clothes the right way out, Mm -hmm. and unroll socks. Not surprisingly, men are worse than women. Then you multiply yes, then you multiply attitude times attention to detail. But what's the numerical value of the attitude? And subtract <laughs> it from the other number. You're a 4. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> but that's the point. Doing laundry is more complex than it seems, which explains why the average person loses 15 socks a year. That's a little over one sock a month or 1,264 socks in your lifetime. I there, feel like I lose more than that. There was not an animal component. Oh, what yeah. What if you have a dog oh, and they eat stuff? Yeah. yeah. Well, that's true, too, if they go into your... I guess laundry bin. Sometimes people they as they're loading the socks into their top loader, one might fall between the wall and the washing sure. machine. Oh, that's the worst. Or do you guys save yours? I mean, I have three unclaimed socks on top of the dryer right now, just with a 
prayer that they're going to show up. I have a whole basket. I wear mixed whole basket. I don't care. Yeah, it's not yeah. the end of the world. Typically, where mine, I usually find mine on the inside of a shirt just Later. due to static clean. Yeah. Later in the day when you're out somewhere. Yeah. yeah. Oh, look. I or it could be like pulling the shirt two weeks later and putting on the shirt and finding a sock, a sock like that's stuck to the inside of it. Yeah. I just have this huge basket and every once in a while I dump it all out and see if there are any matches in there. And usually there are. And If not, you just donate them like, yeah. here you go. I don't know. I stick them back up there thinking that the other one will eventually appear. I find right. mine a lot in the sheets. Like, you know, when you have like, mm. a, sometimes you have like a folded sheet yeah. and you're like, how did that even, I didn't even put you in there with that. Why do you have this? Weird. Coming up, the reason why Uber became successful is about to change. You're going to have to start tipping your Uber driver now or else. We'll explain what this is all about coming up next with Jeff and Jen on Q102. All right, 735 with Jeff and Jen. we got clouds building. An isolated shower is possible between now and 2 o'clock. And then showers and storms, possibly severe after 2 o'clock and into this evening, we'll see a high of 78. Right now, it's 62 at Cincinnati's Q102. There are a lot of reasons Uber became successful. Right. We loved them. I was the first to jump on board. You I were. loved the idea because mm-hmm. it was a little cheaper than a cab, and you didn't have to make a phone call to get one. You could mm-hmm. just... Open up the app. The payments were handled automatically. Mm-hmm. But th- one of the absolute best things about Uber was that there was no tipping. Yeah. Yeah, because, it was just something you didn't have to worry about. Well, the tip was built into the price. Mm-hmm. That's how they sold it. Right. The whole thing was just, it was so simple and so refreshing. And the emphasis on was, was. by the way, because now you're going to have to start tipping your Uber driver. Uber settled a lawsuit with its drivers. Here's how this whole thing came down. There was a lawsuit between Uber and its drivers. Uh, They didn't want to be classified as contractors. They wanted to be eligible for health insurance and other benefits. Mm -hmm. Well, part of the successful business model of Uber was that you guys are all independent contractors. Mm -hmm. So this is how we're going to keep our costs down. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you can work at will when you want or when you You can make as much money as you want to make. And you don't have to pay for a hack license, Mm -hmm. which is ridiculously expensive in every city. So it looked like a very successful business model in the beginning. But one of the settlements in this lawsuit now is that drivers are now allowed to accept tips. Of course, you don't have to tip them. But don't forget, the drivers get to rate you oh, after right. the ride, too. Do you know your rating? I mean, can you? is that something you can access to see what these drivers are saying about you? You can ask them, I suppose. You can look it up. Know. There's a there's a way to look it up. I looked up mine one time, and it was 4.8. Out of oh, five? Really? Out of five, yeah. So who, who did you screw over? Who, did, who didn't give you the five? I, I have a lot of loud friends. <laughs> no, that might have been it. Does yeah. every Uber driver rate you, though? Or do they, not. do they have to rate you? My friend Ashley asked one of our Uber drivers one time to recite the Pledge of Allegiance. Oh, God. And it was questionable whether he knew English, let alone the Pledge of Allegiance. Mm. That yeah. might have that 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 done one. it. But yeah. it, you operate under the assumption that you are rated, which means now that we've introduced tips into the mix. If you don't tip. If you don't tip, you're going to get a bad rating. So you're not tipping based on their performance, 
or even on your sense of generosity, mm-hmm. you now are tipping for your rating. Do you think that? Do you think they're paying a lot? They probably are paying a lot of attention to the to your rating because they're not going to want to pick you up if you don't tip on a busy night. Yeah, if they have choices. Oh yeah, they're going to take the you. especially during ones. surge pricing. Mm. That's another thing mm. I'm not wild about. Uber. Me yeah. either. Yeah, that's not fair that you have to tip on top of surge pricing though. Yeah, I don't, well, I don't think that that's right because you can take a cab for cheaper than an Uber. That's exactly that my point. point. This is my point. Now the thing that separated Uber from the cab is gone. So if I'm in downtown Cincinnati, if I'm walking out of Mita's at Fifth and Race. And there's a cab sitting there. There's there's a cab line right there. There's four or five that are usually oh, parked yeah. right out front. Right in front of Sachs. Or Fountain Square. Yeah. Or I can step on any major street downtown and, and hail say, a cab. Hello. It's quicker than me having to get out my phone, get on the app. Tell them where I am. You're right. Well, and here's the question. Punch I in mean, the address I'm going to. Are they expecting a 20% tip? And if so, is that include? I Why mean, when, wouldn't they? Is it is 20 the standard? And then if it's surge pricing, you're supposed to pay 20% no. of the surge price? Why wouldn't you? I know. That's, that's the that's, base that's, cost wow. of the trip. So that's what I'm saying is, is, is now you're getting right back into the same amount of money the cabs were charging. Yep. What separated Uber mm-hmm. from your traditional cab is is now gone. And to make things worse, you're going to have to tip in cash because it'll be totally separate from the Uber app. And are they still getting the tip from the Uber app that was built into the original fare? Uber drivers would argue that there is no tip built into place, especially when they reduce the amount of money that the drivers Mm -hmm. were getting. Mm Mm-hmm. They would argue that okay. that there never was an adequate tip built into the price because that in feels the first like place. you know if you're in a hotel and you order room service and they automatically put the eighteen percent gratuity on there and then you tip on top of that. Oh yeah, <gasps> yeah. Mm-hmm. double tipping. Yeah. Uh, okay. So two percent. <laughs> uh, when's that streetcar start? Yeah. I know. So this might sound like the drivers were the big winners from this lawsuit, but they really weren't because yeah, they get tips, but the settlement. Let's Uber keep classifying them mm. as independent contractors. So Uber doesn't have to pay for health insurance or any other benefits. The only people that lose, uh, other than the drivers, I suppose, are the consumers. Us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially if you're in cities like Chicago, where they had an agreement with some of the cab companies and cab drivers where if they didn't have a fare, they could turn on their Uber and you could be picked up by an Uber cab for less than what you would so if you're in chicago or if you're in some major city that has uber it's actually much faster and much quicker to just hail a cab now okay let's talk about shoes ladies we know you love and then we'll get to let me get the shoe thing out of the way and then we'll get right to pick your purse all right oh i like all this fashion talk shoes and purses we are gonna dive deep into women's shoes for just a moment (laughs) so listen up and even though it's mostly about things like foot pain and shoe sizes, if, mm-hmm. you, if you're a guy with a foot fetish, you might want to pull over for this one. All right. <laughs> Here are five stats from a new survey on women's feet. Four out of five women wear uncomfortable shoes at least once a month. Mm, it's, it's hard because yeah. the cutest ones usually aren't very comfortable. Mm-hmm. Sexy ones definitely Especially are not. Especially heels, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and two out of five of you wear them at least four times a month. I think the older you get, the lesser... That the less you do, yeah. That. 
30% of women have trouble walking for two days after they wear those painful <laughs> shoes on That's a true. night. That's true. Can mess Especially up your heel or smush you, your toes. Or if you get a blister mm-hmm. in yeah. the back, forget it. 75% of the women. Wow, this is interesting to me. Three quarters of the women hate their feet. Do you hate your feet? I'm okay with it. That's actually one body part I'm okay You're with. Okay I with am okay feet. with my feet. Yeah. I don't know. I've never really thought about it. I've never really liked anybody's feet. Hmm. You have nice feet. I don't want to look at them. Yeah, I'm okay. And half of the women <laughs> have bought shoes that are too tight for them, and about a third have gone out with a spare pair of shoes in their purse for when their heels got too painful. Yep, 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 yep. You have to do that. I, we were just at Keeneland mm-hmm. uh, two weekends ago, and all the girls show up for the bus. They have their high heel shoes on. They all look great. Then right about the time it's time to walk into Keeneland, they all pull out their flip-flops or their sandals because you can't keep them on all day and walk around like that. You have, like, different pairs of shoes. You have all-day shoes. You have shoes that are good for eight hours. You have shoes that are good for six, four, two. Oh, yeah. I mean, the shoes that are good for two hours. It's like, okay, this is a big, hot, special event that I'm going to be in and out of. It's the only way. Take my picture in these shoes Mm because they won't be on long. Yep. You should try wearing work boots, you know, just for a couple (laughs) days. You'd be amazed. I have some boots like that these are, they are incredibly comfortable i've become a com- I'm, i mean i'm going to be a sneaker girl this is the summer of the sneaker i i'm going to be wearing a lot of sneakers any particular kind of sneaker i'm a huge converse fan yeah those I are like, timeless those mm, are absolutely and they've really. got so many different colors and styles i'm just in love well, what Vans. about showing off your pedicure why are you going to wear just sneakers well you know my feet get cold oh, a yeah. lot mm. but I, it's, it's also going to be the summer of birkenstocks because oh, those no. are back Mm-mm. big huge I'm going to be out of fashion. They've got some very cute styles. I didn't know they were ever here. (laughs) They are. (laughs) All right. We got to take a break. Uh, 743 and Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. We'll check traffic here in a minute. And we also have a Jeff and Jen jury coming up at 755 here at Q102. But first... My understanding is Sean and his wife are big fans of the Jeff and Jen Morning Show, and Sean is actually on the line with us. He's got something he wants to present to the jury. So, Sean, welcome to the Jeff and Jen Morning Show. Hey. Hey. Uh, Thanks for having me. So what do you have going on? What's going on between you and your wife? Yeah, so um, the other day I'm in the car, and my wife spills out her purse on accident on the floor. So I'm trying to help my wife pick up this stuff, Mm. and I find this bank statement. And it's from a bank that's different from the bank that we bank at. Okay. Um, And it only has her name on it. Mm. And I ask her about it, and she tells me that she has this secret checking account that I didn't know about. Wow, she just flat out told you. (laughs) <laughs> there's, there's the statement. You got me. Yeah. It's a secret <laughs> bank account. <laughs> yeah. Okay, why does she have a secret um, bank account? Well, first, I'm like, I'm, I get really mad at her. And I do, I, and I ask her, why does she have this account? Why is she hiding money from me? And what she tells me is that she wanted to have this secret stash somewhere so that she could, like, buy me presents or, like, spoil herself without having to come to me first. Oh, all right. and, and then, like, ask if it's okay for her to spend the money. Well, that, that sounds reasonable sense. to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and I, like, I get it. And, you know, like, I have my own little, like, stash of cash, but I don't have my own secret bank account. Ooh. So is this, you know? it sounds like this is bothering you. Like, what part about this bugs you yeah, the most? I, mean, I just, you know, like, we're married. And, you know, I want us to, like, live like married people, you know, with, like, one bank account. Okay. 
So um, up until now, to your knowledge, all you've had is a joint checking account. Right. So I asked her to close this account, but she's really adamant about keeping it open. Oh, yeah. Hmm. So what would you prefer she do other than have this account? You want her to just, just keep a cash stash like you do? I mean, I guess if she needs, like, secret money, you know, that's that's like what I do. Like, I put some aside. Got the envelope um, in the underwear drawer kind of thing? Yeah, it's just, but that's, like, I, like, a little bit of money. Like, if she just needs, like, gift money or, like, pamper money, you don't need thousands of dollars in a bank account. Well, how much money does yeah. she have in this account? And how much do you keep on the side for yourself? For myself, like, a couple hundred dollars. Gotcha. You know, like, when I get tips, I put them in an envelope. But... I saw at least $2,000 in this bank account of hers. Wow. Well, let's remember, Somebody's money is relative. It. it depends, you know, if they're making a ton of money. I know, but still, I want to know, like, is this money? secret stash, like, something she's going to, if he ever leaves her, she'll be fine living on her own, or is it? And is there something wrong with that? I mean, do you both work? Yeah, and she okay. makes a little bit more money than me, but that shouldn't make any difference either. Like, we combine our incomes. And who pays the bills? We both do. Not not the same amount, but we both chip in. How but, yeah. do you keep track? When you got two people that are on the same checking account, how do you keep each other informed of who's spending what? Well, I mean, that's the thing. If you have one checking account, both of our monies go in there, and then you spend what you want, and there's a record of it. Ooh, yeah, but that's what we're trying. I mean, with, with debit cards, it's really easy to withdraw a bunch of money and then not tell, forget to tell your significant other or not write it in the book. Oh, I mean, yeah. how do you how do you keep track of how much is in there? Because I can't tell you how many times friends of mine, they've overdrawn their accounts because they didn't know that their spouse had written a big check or had taken a chunk out. And then all of a sudden they've got no cash. Because yeah, I would think you'd have to, to say you'd have to have some kind of system in place uh -huh. where it's like, listen, I'm paying out the bills. Here's a certain amount that you can take out of your check and mm. spend as you choose. That, that, I guess Ugh. that's why I'm trying to figure out how you guys work this because it'll shed light i think as to why you're so pissed at this newly Secret. discovered account right. she's yeah. been keeping totally right. well just to like go over it every month you know we know exactly what bills need to get paid mm -hmm. you know and we know how much money should be going into this bank account okay and then if you need to buy something go ahead and buy something and we can just look at it so it sounds like you've got a big enough pad in the account that you don't have to worry about Right. Overdrying, as long as nobody goes out and buys a new car and well, pays cash. Well, and it sounds to me like they have an understanding. Mm, a little bit, yeah. Of how things work. Mm -hmm. So when you deviate from the plan, I suppose it could be a little unsettling. Is your wife yeah. there? I, I have a couple questions for her. Mm -hmm. Can we talk to her? Hey, Fred. I want to talk to you. Hello. Hey, Fran. Hi. How are you? <laughs> Good. I'll just tell you, I can completely understand wanting the separate account, wanting your own money. Uh, I, I get that. But why did you feel it necessary to keep it hidden from your husband? That's my question, too. Well, I like having money that's just mine. Mm -hmm. um, I agree. Like, I definitely should have talked to him about it before I opened it. But I just knew that he'd have this reaction and that it would turn into a thing. So... I kind of just like having my own, you know, little account. I mean, I work hard. Um, I know he does too, but it, it's kind of nice knowing that I have this in case I, I want to get something. I don't have to, you know, make it a big deal. Yeah, I hate that whole having to ask somebody else for permission to spend your own money. That always exactly. is a little bit 
as a thing. Especially for if it's me. something for him. You know, if he gets online and looks at the bank account and says, oh, what's this $50 to Dick's Sporting Goods? And you're trying to surprise them with a new pair of shoes or something. It's nice to have your own secret stash. Yeah, and it's also really frustrating if you go to Mitchell's Salon and Day Spa and get a facial and a massage. Right. Why did you spend $300 at Mitchell's? Yeah. So you're not planning some secret getaway. No, no, not at all. I just, I like having this account as a backup or as my own personal thing. I mean... You know, he just told you guys he has cash on the side. I just felt more comfortable having an account. So what's the big question here? You want to keep your account and he doesn't want you to keep it. He wants you to close it. Right. And, and you so want to know what. Do we keep all our money together or is it okay to have separate accounts? Okay. Some couples prefer to keep their money together. They mm-hmm. want transparency. They want full disclosure. Oh, money is so hard. It is so hard. Money is so hard. And that's a, that's a huge part of why many couples get divorced. I think in my dating adventures here, I'm going to make that a first date question. How do you feel about separate bank accounts? Oh, that's yeah. a good, because that's a deal breaker <laughs> for you. That's a great question. It really question. is. I mean, we have a joint account that, that we both contribute to that pays the bills. But other than that, separate money. See, we're not. We are your money is your money and my money mm-hmm. is my money and mm-hmm. we just take turns spending on paying bills, doing whatever. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's put it out there for our jury. 513-749-2320. Does she get to keep this separate secret account that and does not have his name on it? Does not have his name on it and and is he entitled to know how much is in there at all times or it is to remain a secret? The amount to I'm asking Fran. Yeah, Fran, do oh. you want it? Do you want what you've got in there to remain secret because it's yours? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I, I you didn't so. need to know. Oh, wow. All right. Let's keep the comments brief then. 513-749-2320. Does, uh, does she keep the separate account? You know, is that... Can she is, keep it? Is, is mm-hmm. that the the new rule now? Mm-hmm. Secret accounts. <laughs> or uh, do they just go back to using one joint account? 513 need eight jury members. we got to roll through these quickly. 513-749-2320. So Mark found out that his wife, Fran, has a secret bank account. Yeah, Mark and Fran, it, it, the statement Sean. fell out of her I first. Was, I think it was Sean. Oh, Sean. Sean, Sean. <laughs> right. My apologies. Sean Mark. and Fran. We're close. Mm-hmm. So the uh, the statement falls out of her purse in the car, and he sees it, and she admits it's a secret bank account mm-hmm. that she was keeping to uh, have money in. So if she ever wanted to just go buy him a present or pamper herself in some way, that's she the that reason money she gave. Sure, absolutely. Well, mm-hmm. he kind of freaked out. He doesn't think it's necessary. She's got a couple thousand dollars in there, and she uh, she wants to keep the thing, and uh, he wants her to close it and have their joint account and if she wants an extra stash just keep some cash on the side all right let's go right to the jury all right let's begin with juror number one christina what does she do hi i think she should keep her separate account she doesn't have to keep it a secret from him but i believe that if she makes her money and works for it and is hard working then she deserves to spoil herself with her own account all right great thank you you. Emily, juror number two, keep the account yeah. or go joint? Um, I don't really think it's a problem that she has her own account. I mean, a lot of couples keep some of their money separate. You understand um, why this raised suspicions on his part, though? Yeah, I do understand that. And I think that the amount of money in there should kind of be full disclosure. Like, she should tell him if he wants to know. Okay. But as for the whole separate account, I don't think it's a problem. Thank you, Emily. 
Cheryl, you're juror number three. Keep the account or go joint? Keep the account. It came in handy when my husband had a secret account and something went bad in our house. Oh. Mm. Okay. There you our, refrigerator, go. our refrigerator broke down. I'm a big spender, and I had no idea about the account. And when our refrigerator went bad, I was freaking out thinking we didn't have any money, and poof, my husband came through. What do you know? <laughs> He's a hero. Okay, thanks, Cheryl. <laughs> thanks. Stephanie. Yes, hi. Keep the account or go joint? Keep the account. Just don't label, just don't label it secret. <laughs> you have issues with the word secret, I understand. I mean, that's what's making it, you know. Okay, but that's what it was because he didn't know about it. Right. But he knows about it now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he does. Thank you, Stephanie. You're welcome. <laughs> Sarah. He's got to keep the account. It comes down to trust. Yeah, he's got to trust her. I agree. Well, she needs to disclose that she's got well, how many other but that was, I know, but that was the on? problem because she knew he was going to freak out. Yeah. I get yeah. it. She's just trying to avoid an argument. Thank you, Sarah. Exactly. Thank you. Beverly. Oh, this is a toughie. I think she should keep the account. Um, it sounds like he may have some issues thinking that she's better with money than he is. Okay. So I think she should keep it, but maybe be a little more open uh, about her balances. All right. You got it, Beverly. Thanks. That defeats Thanks. the whole purpose. No. It, de- yes, it, it <laughs> does because she doesn't want him to know how much he's spending. Mark. <laughs> yes. Keep the account or go joint. I, I'm going to tell you, Jeff, as a divorce attorney, that girl needs to keep that account separate and not let her husband know how much money is in it. Really? Wow. Absolutely. This is how all marriages should operate? <laughs> No. I tell clients you need to have separate accounts because what happens is once the money goes missing, somebody else is hiring an attorney, and then there's no money in that joint account for them to go and get another attorney. So not just separate accounts, but separate accounts, and you don't disclose the amount to your spouse? You you know, I I think you get into... there's some shaky waters with with telling them exactly how much you have because they at that point they start going for alimony they start going for spousal support oh my god and, and at some point obviously when you get when a party gets divorced they have to disclose how much money is in separate accounts or is in you know their 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 assets and things to that extent but I'm telling you money money is the number one reason that people get divorced and I you know my wife and I have separate bank accounts. Um, and you and, have no and, idea and, what she has in her bank accounts. I, I do not. But but I will be in, in full candidness. The reason that we have separate bank accounts is because I uh, I was unf- I don't want to say unfaithful with our account. I was I I mismanaged our our, our financial account. Okay, and that's why I tell people to have separate accounts. Okay, thank you, Mark. Oh, wow. Appreciate I love it. it. I thank get you. it. All right, got to get one more juror in here, Rick. I would say keep the account. I've had it both ways. Married twice, one wife with the, her account, <laughs> me with my account. Yeah. Um, this marriage with same way, my account, her account. Okay. Um, that way, if she buys a gift, it feels like she bought it, not they bought it. He yeah. didn't buy part of his own gift. Right. Uh, All right. It, it just works out better that way. I mean, you know, it don't happen to be a secret. And his, my reason, was, my question would be, why is he insecure about her having her own Account. Yeah. Fair enough, Rick. Thanks so much. Uh, thank you. All right, Jen, we know I you're see. for keeping. <laughs> Has that been obvious? I know, right? Right. Yeah. Not to sway the vote or anything. Right. Tim? Uh, I say that uh, while you're married, you're still an inv- an individual at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, and so she should keep it. It's best to not have all your eggs in one basket. Mm-hmm. Secret or not secret. 
Okay, Fritch. And I, I know this is going to come across because I've never been married, but I don't think she should be allowed to keep it unless she puts his name on there. So I say no. So it should be a joint. You're going with joint. Yeah. Okay, that's one for joint. <laughs> you know, despite playing devil's advocate, I'm going to go with keeping the account as well. Wow. Now, I think it's best to disclose... So that if he's not on the account, I don't understand why he can't be on the account, why you can't have joint access, why you can't say, look, this is your account. It's your money. You can spend it as you want to, but it remains a joint account in case something happens between happens. I don't understand why you can't do that. But if you insist on it just being in your name. Two can play at this game. Right, and I think that, that that's fair. So I get oh. mine. We'll, we'll create a joint checking account where we dedicate a certain amount from your check and a certain mm-hmm. amount from my check. And, oh, by the way, you don't get to know what I make. Mm. Why is this getting so like this? It's because a relationship. I know. Well, you've never had one go really, really yes. bad. And you've never had saying, one though. where it is World War Three over right. money. So what I make ugly. So what I make is none of your business as long as I put in the amount of money into the joint account that we require to pay all of our bills. Mm-hmm. And then I'll keep my separate account with my savings, and you wow. do the same thing, and that's see, the deal. The other thing is you have to remember that you're a nice guy, and you would never, if, if she's got her own account but your name is on it, yeah. you would never go into that account. Right. There are men that would. I know. Yes. There are men that would be constantly checking how much is in there, wanting to know where you're spending it, what you're buying, all up in it, and there would be fight after fight after fight. Well, and that's plus- the point of just having the account. And them not knowing about how much it. money each of you make should be each other's business, though. Do you know what I mean? Like, I feel like when you're filing your tax tax return and all that stuff, I'm not going to be allowed to know how much you're making and how much we're getting back. And, well, I mean, that's and, and in Fritch's defense, when that marriage ends, all of a sudden now everybody wants to know what everybody everybody's knows. got. And, yeah. And because, well, you have Come to on. disclose it at that point. At that point, you have to. Yeah. Then, we're, then, then we're going to have to sign a prenuptial agreement. <laughs> there, that's probably a really good plan. All right, Sean and Fran, you guys still there? Yeah. Yeah, hey. Yeah, Sean, I mean, it just it, it doesn't sound that sinister or mysterious to me. I mean, it's pretty obvious. You know, your bills, assuming your bills are getting paid and you guys are saving money, I just don't see what the problem is. I, I, I get that. I do get that. I just, I don't like the secret part. You know what I mean? Yeah, he feels right. lied to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I definitely I mean, get that I don't part. know. It's just, it, I don't think it's that big of a deal. I just want to get something. Right. <laughs> yeah. She has things. How long have you had this this secret account, Fran? Um, a while, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> wow. She's being very vague, Fran. Oh, Fran, All I right. get it, hon. Well, <laughs> thank you guys. The jury has spoken. And I hope this doesn't continue to be an issue for you guys. I yeah. hope it, you know, no big fights come out of this. I know. I, I just mean, feel as like long as it's there, it's like, ee. Sean, I got a friend who works at Huntington. She can set you up with your account. <laughs> you know? Like, if she's allowed to have hers, you can have yours, yeah. right? That's Fran, do you have any objections? No, that's fine. All right. So take the money out of the sock yeah. drawer. And go see Tim's friend. That's right. Yeah. And see, start- Sean's on his way. <laughs> Thank you. All right, guys. Thanks for coming on the Jeff and Jen Morning Show. This was interesting. Yeah, you're welcome. Thank you. All right, take care. Money's always interesting. That's crazy. Is uh, mm-hmm. So I went to Catholic high school, and there was a priest that taught religion and morals and classes like that. And a lot of the guys who've got married have asked Father K to marry them. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and he and I've been to a bunch of them, and he always gives the same sermon at all of these weddings, and mm-hmm. he says, you know, God, you know, to the bride and groom, you guys have to have your own friends, you have to have your own lives, you have to have your own money, right? So when you are together, you can talk about things, you can share things, you can buy them things, you can show appreciation for them, and I've always. After hearing him say it three or four different weddings, I was like, you know what? He's kind of got a point. It sunk in. Yeah, yeah. right. Why? Yeah. Because prior to that, did you have a different opinion? I don't think I ever really thought about it. Mm-hmm. But, you know, watching my brother get married and some of my friends get married and certain things are like, why don't they do that? You know, what? You know, <laughs> cer- certain, you know, okay. life- yeah. lifestyle choices. I'm like, that doesn't make sense. Weren't you he listening did. to Father K? I know. But, <laughs> but so this is what happens. Up. But this is what happens in real life is if the two of you split up, you sit in front of a lawyer. And the lawyer calculates how much. Lawyers. Yes, and the and the lawyers calculate how much you made, how much you contributed to the assets to the house, and they look at the the difference between what you made and your significant other made, and if there is a significant difference. And this split means that there will be a lifestyle change in your significant other's because life. They make- because less. they made significantly less, you are now going to go in front of a judge and he's going to determine how much you owe that significant other. There's a formula. There is a formula. There is a formula. And the lawyers can tell you what it is. Yeah, they can tell you exactly what, what it is. But How does it work, though, if I do have, if I'm married to you and yeah, I do you've been have stashing a private cash account, all these years. I still have to share that with you, right? There's always a way around that. There, I, you know, I don't know. I'm not a lawyer, but I, I've witnessed so many divorces. Yeah. <laughs> a whole lot of them. And where one person had money stashed away that the other one didn't know about. And, you know, and it never came out? No. Close the account. Right. The <laughs> yeah, That's the what account, I'm saying. Right. And cash. The, and they the take the money and run. House. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's. It, it. But, you know, it can get so very, very ugly. ugly. I mean, imagine if you're the spouse and you have been working and the other one doesn't work and isn't at home taking care of kids. Just but is chooses. siphoning money. Right. Is siphoning money or is just choosing not to work. Right. right? And you are busting your butt and making a whole lot of money. When yeah. it comes divorce time, you're making all this money. Do you want to give this person that's just choosing not to work? Do you think no. they're entitled to half of everything you've got? Do you nope. think they're entitled to alimony? You know, I mean, that's ah, and then crazy. And then you find out that they were siphoning yeah. money all these years <laughs> in this secret account that you didn't know about. It's your, and it's your money that you worked hard for. Coming out of your joint right. checking account. I mean, there's so, there's maddening, isn't so it? many things that can just go crazy when it comes right. to money, and it's, but especially when there's anger involved. You know, and you're, wow. and then the whole kid thing. Oh, they can fight. I've seen so many couples fight over child support, and and you know, you'd think that they were fighting over millions of dollars, and maybe between the two of them, their household income is. 50 or 60 grand a year, you right. know? It's not like there's all this extra cash Like millions of dollars. No. You yeah. would think. You would think that it's millions the way <laughs> yeah. that they're going at it, you know? Right. It's nuts. People like to really stick it to other people, though, too, when it gets ugly. Well, there's there's the emotional. There's that hatred there. I mean, and it is full-blown mm-hmm. 
hatred. I understand that in the beginning, you know, when the relationship is blown up and it's falling apart and lawyers are being called. I get that. It's exhausting. But there is a point. Don't you ever get to a point, though, where you're like, come on, enough. Let's stop. Let's be done with this. Let's move Some on. Some people This is don't. just toxic. Yeah. Well, you know. The, this both, isn't good for anybody. Both parties have to kind of agree to do that. <laughs> Who's going to be first? See, just don't Who's get married, the people. <laughs> Live like me and sin. <laughs> Or prenup. It's va- or, get a prenup. You know, come, you know, come to an agreement. Here's Look. a really crazy but idea. But that isn't fair. Prenups aren't fair all the time either. Here's a crazy idea. Marry the right person. Yep. There you Do go. Do everything before you walk down that aisle to make sure that you have had conversations about everything under the sun possible. Your beliefs, your thoughts, and, and how you feel about everything. And have communication with this person. Because you know what? You're both going to change. And let's make sure that as you change and grow older, even if you're going in different directions, you're still able to love and respect that person and their direction and communicate with them. Yes. Good point. So basically you're saying don't marry the wrong person? Yes. Good, Jeff. Mm. We're figuring it over. Come on. Looking back. Looking back and knowing what you know now. Sure. Knowing what I know now. Mm -hmm. But I think. People far more intelligent than I mm-hmm. have weighed all of those things. Mm-hmm. And still ended and up in still, a bad situation. Life yeah. happens. Yeah. Well, and you never know what new temptations are going to come around. And things change. Like when you have kids, like the entire game changes. And you might become somebody completely different than who I met when I got married and talked to everything about. Mm. Things get intense. Man, you start talking about money. <laughs> I, I love how every one of us in here is kind of fired up. Fired up. Start messing with our it's wallets. Crazy. <laughs> well, it's crazy. Yeah, the kids you can have. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take that one and that. Yeah, you take that one. Yeah. <laughs> Eight twenty-five. Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q one hundred two. Clouds building. An isolated shower is likely between now and 2 o'clock this afternoon. Our best chance of showers and storms, though, happen after 2 o'clock. And there is a risk for severe weather after 2 o'clock, especially into this evening. We'll see a high around 78 right now. It is 62 with Jeff and Jen at Cincinnati's Q102. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus, and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit LiveXLive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.